Hello and welcome to episode 13 of The Pen Addict, your weekly show where we discuss pens and paper and the analogue tools we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I'm joined as always by my partner in crime and trusty co-host, The Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello Brad, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you, sir? Very well, sir. Very well indeed. Uh, we have two sponsors this week. We have Squarespace, who's coming back to join us again, and we also have Note. We'll talk about those a little bit throughout the show. So I'm going to start off, Brad, by talking about my horribly upsetting experience that I've been having so far this week. Uh-oh. What do you, what do you got? So um, after the last episode, I broke down i'd had enough i need and I, I decided I, ha- I must buy a vanishing point <laughs> right so i couldn't take it any longer um it was hurting me that you, you know that you had the pen that i wanted so much mm-hmm. so i figured i had to i had to go buy one so went on to jet pens put my order one of the broad got a broad nib mm-hmm. that sounds uh, right for you bought a bunch of cartridges um, as well, some Namiki cartridges, which for, which will fit. Um, I also picked up some cartridges for my uh, Retro 51. Okay, So great. some refills, sorry. Um, because I figured might as well while I'm in a store. Then while I was checking out, um, I got advertised to me a Retro 51 with like one of their new ones. Um, and they have like a king and a queen, so it looks like a playing <laughs> card is like wrapped around the uh, the body. Yep. I'll put a link in the show notes. Picked one of those up too. Uh, you got the queen, right? Obviously. Yes. Girl drinks early over here. No, <laughs> uh, no I got I, obviously I got the king. Um, <laughs> those are pretty. Those are pretty sharp looking. I'll, yeah, I also have to say they, they're really, really cool really looking. Good. And I figured. Um, I have my my orange, my regular Retro 51, I have in my uh, rucksack. Take that to work with me. We'll talk about this. That's Mm -hmm. actually the main subject of this show, so we'll talk about that in a bit, why I do that. Um, So I would would actually like to have a Retro 51 at home, you know, that I can use at home, because I don't get the pens out of my rucksack. So So because of the, the cost of this order, it's a very expensive order, um... I decided to go with the expensive shipping. Now, jet pens are shipping from the States to, to here. Usually their shipping's like $8. Um, it's untracked and there's no time limit. You kind of, you know, it can take any time, any time up to 40 days and they won't, they won't investigate it because it could take that long. And I've had things come in a couple of days. I've had it take a couple of weeks. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Right. So I paid uh, $45 shipping Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get their five business day shipping my vanishing point has been sitting in british customs for four days oh that's brutal so because i've got a tracking number um and i cannot for any reason see why it's sitting there so it's on the usps tracking service on their system Mm -hmm. and it's just saying to me nope it's in it's in customs wow that's a that's that's a brutal process it's, to, uh, it's have hard. to wait go through it's not fun it's and there's not nothing fun. you can do i mean you just have nope. to wait for it to get through right you just have to wait but it, mm. and it, i don't know it said, at one point it said it passed customs cleared customs mm-hmm. and then went back in again oh <laughs> so i'm probably gonna end up with a pen that's turned to sand 
because they've like exploded it or taken it to pieces and they're going to bend up the nib and yeah it's a pretty uh it's it's uh interesting looking design if they don't know what they're looking at looking at um in those x-rays or whatever they if they're getting into it um they may not know what that is mike you might be in trouble i might be in trouble i might be getting a knock, a knock at 2 a.m this morning from the uh, pen police mm-hmm it's, it's it's horrible. It is horrible because I was really I was really because I bought the shipping. I was um, totally geared up to talk about it on this week's episode. Right. And then you posted part one of your love letter <laughs> to the vanishing point, which didn't help anymore. So I'm going to put yeah, a link to that in the that. show note as well. <sighs> so what can yeah. I say? I'm very my, upset. My con- my condolences because. Um, I have mine right here. Yep, thanks for and uh, uh huh and because uh, I just I just cleaned it out this morning, um, you know, getting ready to go back to work here soon, and so I wanted to clean it out, clean out the converter out of the ink, and switch go ahead and switch it over to cartridge. Which I was using black ink in my converter before, and I was switching over to black ink cartridge. They're different brands, so I just I'm anal about that stuff. So I cleaned it out, flushed it, and so I can get a nice clean. Uh, clean nib before i put in the cartridge I so think I, that I, makes sense different ink right you're using yeah that makes i was like well i could just go for it and just jam it in there and let the blacks you know work themselves out you know the black ink work themselves out between each other and i was like well i got time let me just clean this out and dry it out and i popped the cartridge in you know about an hour ago and everything's gone perfectly yeah i've decided to go the cartridge route um just because the um you know the the prayer is is from the Namiki range, I guess might be the right mm-hmm. right thing to say. And yeah, the, the converter has not fared me too well there. Right. Um, and it was actually a, a less fun experience to use that pen after moving to a converter. So right. Yeah. Yeah, and and that seems to be kind of the the general consensus on the the vanishing point. I mean, believe me, a lot of people still use the converter, but a lot of people have just stuck with the cartridges. Um, it helps with the portability, um, and then you can still it helps with the ink capacity, and then you can still you know do a syringe refill, which I haven't done yet mm-hmm. uh, on an empty cartridge, and use your special inks. You know, if you like different colors or you know different brands think that are outside the cartridge, you know, just wash. It. That's a very very common thing to do with the vanishing point. Yeah, I mean. That is obviously possible, but that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I've said well, that before. I mean, and and I can understand why someone would want to do it, but the the cartridges are not not too expensive, and I no, assume that no. they probably have a reasonable life to them. Well, yeah, and if you, but it's it's mainly just for the special inks, you know, yeah. inks that you can't get in a cartridge, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna try it at least once, just if if nothing else, just to test test some things out, see how it's done. I already have a. a a syringe ready uh, for testing whenever I drain this first cartridge here. This is the first one I've put in. So, where did you get the syringe from? Just like a drugstore? Or? Yeah, well, my wife's a pharmacist, so. Oh, fair play. She just stole <laughs> something from the I said, supply cupboard. Yeah, give me the give me the biggest gauge needle you could find. I don't want some little teeny tiny thing. So, yep. So I got a a, a wide gauge needle to uh, suck up some ink, and we'll see how that goes. It's I can only you know, imagine that causing a horrible mess, Brad. I know, I know, and I'm not a real inky person. I don't like getting ink everywhere. I'm not Ooh, one of the. I'm yeah. I'm a real clean, anal retentive person. So that's uh, out of my wheelhouse to begin with. But I think it's interesting enough to uh, to give it a try and and worth testing on at least on the vanishing point. Every time I fill up, if I fill up a converter, mm-hmm. it's like a process because I get ink everywhere. 
for no sure how i do it i just get so messy yep yep and that, that it drives me crazy some people that just does not bother them at all and I, honestly i i think that's why i resisted fountain pens for so long just Makes because sense. they're they're messier you know i don't like seeing ink on the nib i don't like nib creep you know i don't like dots of ink on the nib i try to wipe them off and i make it worse and i i go have this you know vicious cycle of trying to clean the nib making it worse clean the nib make it worse and i was like forget it and just put it down and that'd be it so that's i've tried to get over that and you know starting to use uh bottled inks and converters is getting me over that uh ink phobia i guess and uh, i'm coming around but i still don't like to make a mess so um have you been using anything new this week or just Vanishing Point all the way? It's pretty much been Vanishing Point, but you know, right before the podcast, the mail came, and I have a box here that the tape is still – a box from JetPens that the tape is still sealed on. So I haven't even had time to open it yet. So next, maybe next week we'll go through some, uh, some new stuff that I, uh, that I got. I don't um, know how I, you show such self-restraint. <laughs> well, I've I've been sideways busy today is the only reason. Otherwise, it would have been opened already. So, that's that's my only excuse. We recorded, yeah, we've recorded an episode since I got back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've yeah. spoken about the the field notes. I've not opened them yet, but I wanted to make sure that we'd spoken about them. Yep, we talked about them last week. I hadn't cranked them open, but I did see uh, Mr. Hackett's photo of his field notes and his uh, zebra Sarasa clip on Twitter this morning. Yeah, he so he's uh, he cracked open the the first of the national crop edition. Yep, he had the corn in mm-hmm. use. So those are those are pretty cool looking. I I, I passed on the national crop edition. I, I don't know why. It was just you know wasn't. It, it's beautiful. Just, you know, I I have a problem with with the field notes where I, I can't just buy one set of them. I, I buy two at a minimum, and those were a bigger set and a set of six. So you just have too many. So I would have, and I've got an. I didn't need. I wasn't going to buy six. I was going to buy twelve. I couldn't buy just. <laughs> if I bought just six, I would never use them. That's just the way I am. It's I don't I don't collect things, but it's like that collector mentality, right? I'm going to buy it but not use it. Well, I want to use my field notes, so I usually buy a minimum of two packs if I like them, and crack one open, use it, and stash the other one for later use. That's cool. And I didn't, I didn't want to buy two boxes of the. Uh, um, yeah, because if you really like the them, version, double the amount of of time that you can spend with the book, because mm-hmm. most of the time, but well, usually by the time you've finished using that pack of field notes, they won't be for sale anymore. Right, and plus, I like to I like to give some away to people. Like yeah. if they missed out on one, and they say, "Oh, I really wish I had such and such," I was like, "Well, you know what? I got an extra one. Let me send one to you." So I've I've done that to a few for a few people. Mm-hmm. You sent some so. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I think we should talk about our first sponsor for this week before we Let's. move on into our main topic. So um, our sponsor again this week is Squarespace. They continue into sponsors throughout the month of May. So uh, Squarespace, they are everything you need to create an amazing website or blog. Um, They have extremely reliable hosting. Um, Hosting never goes down. Um, They have very, very powerful website creation tools. You can, you know, very simply, using their WYSIWYG editors, create a site that looks exactly as you want. You can base it from um, their very professionally designed templates, so you can create something all on your own if you are a CSS wizard or wizardess. I'm the guy for which I don't like that CSS. <laughs> it sounds weird. Um, 
if you want to create a site like 70 decibels and you want to have multiple people being able to log in, you can do that. You can set people up with multiple logins so you can have user accounts and you can set their permissions. Like if for, as I say, if I, for any reason I, I don't believe that Brad has good um, taste and I don't want him changing the colors of the website, I can restrict his editing abilities on that. Um, if you are a Markdown person, if you like to write in Markdown, you can write natively in Markdown in both on the web in, in the post field or even in the iOS applications, which are also extremely cool and show you all of your sats and your referrers and everything. Now, we spoke last week that Brad was moving over um, to Squarespace, and I believe he is still doing so. You accidentally moved over a couple of days <laughs> ago because of some DNS issues, and you weren't ready, were you, Brad? No, I wasn't ready to move, and I had some time off, and I had some DNS issues, so I was like, well, let me just go ahead and make the move to Squarespace. And, you know, I... I got everything ready and, and started the move. And I thought originally I had a DNS problem, but actually in the process of moving over to Squarespace, I hit a bug mm-hmm. um, on the Squarespace side of things. Um, the, you know, the best I can say is the Squarespace support has been nothing short of awesome. You know, I don't have my site in place right now. I've hit a bug. You know, I went through several an email chain with support. You know, here's what I found. They're like, okay, here, let me look into it. They were able to repeat, you know, through my steps, the same bug that we hit. So, you know, even though I don't have my site up and running, I was glad that they said, hey, yeah, we can we can repeat this too. Let us escalate this. We're going to escalate this ticket um, and we'll, we'll get it looked at. So we're still going back and forth, um, you know, doing some testing. Um, so I haven't made my conversion over there yet, but even in the short time that I did have the site up, it, it it's making it harder for me to stay where I'm at right now because all the tools and toys are so cool over there. Everything's so much better at Squarespace than where I'm at now. Um, I'm dying to the, like the iOS apps are so slick and I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. And I can't use it. So, you know, I'm working with the Squarespace support. They've been um, extremely responsive and, you know, it, hopefully we'll get it resolved soon and I'll get the, the pin addict uh, transferred over permanently. So we were talking before the show, and and Brad was like, you know, should I should I talk about it because you know I'm, I've I've got a little bit of a problem, and I was like, well, no, because you know at the same time you're telling me that the support's being excellent, and that's really important. You know, yep. things can go perfectly for you, but they're going to go wrong at some point. I had a, a a bug. I've had a couple of bugs, and because mm-hmm. I basically seventy decibel site is held together with good wishes and sellotape, mm-hmm. the way that I put it together. Um, I have encountered a few issues, and the support have always been really good. Like they, it doesn't feel like manufactured support. Like I feel like I'm talking to real humans, and they're Absolutely. trying to deal with real human problems for me. So I figured that that really is as much of a, a feature as anything else that they offer, which is very fast, prompt, efficient, professional support. Um, and you know, we were talking as well. It doesn't matter how long it takes to get the bug fixed and whether it can anything can be fixed, even at all, but you still want to be a part of Squarespace. That's right. And that speaks to the tools as well, right? That's that's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've seen the light and getting in there and playing with the tools and, and everything involved with the blog and the blog setup. And, I mean, my, the Pin Addict's been around for almost five years. I have a, 1,100 or so posts. I have over 20,000 comments. I could import that entire blog and be live on Squarespace in maybe 15 minutes. That's incredible. It, it blew my mind. And so, because we did testing back and forth, like I'd blow away the site and I'd re-import and I was like, it was just like snap. And I was like, whoa. I mean, my whole site's over there, my comments, my images, 
Do you know, Everything. I know it's only text and it's not a big file, but mm-hmm. to get all of that formatted, it looked like yep. that was where the site had always been. Right, you know? right. Mm-hmm. Really, really great stuff. So yep. if you want so, to go try out uh, Squarespace, go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. You can start your two-week free trial. And when you decide to purchase either their annual or um, monthly plans, with the annual plans at the moment, you're getting free domains, which is amazing. Um, if you use the... Um, coupon code 70 decibels 5 at checkout you'll get 10% off your first purchase so that's Squarespace thank you very much right so Brad I, I sort of alluded to this um, a, a short time ago um, that we're going to be talking about work and and, and what you know the, the tools the pens and the papers that we use whilst in our work life right right so because I, you're going you, you, you've, uh, you've landed yourself a job for anyone yes. that doesn't know, so well done. Congratulations on that. It's always <laughs> good to have money. Um, My wife is thrilled. <laughs> I bet she is. <laughs> it's not having to steal more medical supplies for you anymore. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so, so I, I'm, get, and, I'm and getting back that. to work. I'm moving from you know the, the home office environment where I can have just as much junk around me as I want and all my pens and paper just laying around everywhere and everything accessible to moving back into an office environment, you know, where I'll be in like a, you know, a cube office type, you know, Dilbert environment mm-hmm. where there's people going to be stealing my pens. So Whoa. it's a big switch, you know, moving from home where I can just leave, you know, my vanishing point laying on my desk to move into back to work. I got to be a little bit more careful. So, so you're going to get 20 vanishing points. Right. Yeah, exactly. And have them in a big cup so people can borrow them. Yeah, just laying out, you know, grab one, <laughs> chew on, chew on it, lick yep. it, you know, drop it, and, and don't bother about returning it. And you know, whenever you need a refill, just put it back in, and I'll find an empty pen whenever you get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I since I, I don't go back till Monday, so I took uh, an afternoon this week, and I sorted out what I'm taking to work. Put and back that to was, school. Yeah, it is. It is because there's only there's certain things I want to take, certain things I want to leave home, certain things that I need. And so and I didn't have a topic for this podcast. I was like, you know, I'm putting this all together. And, you know, I sent a couple pictures out on uh, Twitter and everyone's like, oh, what's that case? What's this? I was like, well, let's talk about, you know, getting ready to you know, go back to work or what type of pens you keep in the office and how you use your pens in the office. So the first thing I did is it's a two prong attack, right? If you're a pen addict. You have pens that you and only you want to use, but you have other pens on your desk that are the bait, if you will, mm-hmm. right? So the first thing I did was I grabbed a Ziploc bag and I started going through my pens and I was like, these are the pens I like, but I'm not going to miss them if they go vanishing one day. You know, either I won't miss them or they're easily replaceable. So I got, but I still like them, you know, there's all pens that I like, you know, if I wanted to grab one out of the cup, I'm not going to hate the pen that I write with, you know, it's not like a bunch of, uh, you know, generic ballpoints or, you know, drug rep pens or something crazy like that. You know, it's, it, it's good stuff, but it's replaceable. It's not the goods. It's filled with like, uh, the Uniball, Uniball 207, um, some Pilot G2s, uh, Zebra, um, 301s, you know, just some good quality writing pens that, you know, that keeps people people from rummaging through my desk looking for a pen when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the, the bait trap I set up. You know, that this, these are the kind of things that pen addicts do. These are the kind of things I think about because I don't want to take one of my good pens, leave it on my desk, 
go to the break room and come back and someone has uh, made away with it. And, you know, the next thing you do, you're, you're walking down the hall and they're chewing on it. And I there have goes a horrible your... story to tell you. <laughs> so there goes your pen. So, so that's... Yeah, so I have, I have a terrible story, right? Yeah, Last terrible. week I, um, I had to sit down with um, an impromptu one-on-one meeting with my, my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, it was there was some crazy stuff happening at work and and um he was he was he was hanging around like we were in the same place and he was like right i need to speak to you about something come sit down and it involved a lot of writing and i had my uh moleskin and i had my tornado mm-hmm. and he picked it up and i was like oh my yep. god oh, yep. I, what can i do i can't i can't say anything i couldn't say anything really in that situation uh, and he was like, this is a nice, nice pen. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, um, I haven't got one, so I'm going to have to use it. I was like, oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> he's using it. And, and at least it wasn't a fountain pen. Because mm-hmm. I can't yes. let people use fountain pens of mine because it can destroy them because I'm left-handed. Yeah. But it, I was uh, basically for the whole 20 minutes, all I was doing was watch him write. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and he was fascinated by the the twisting mechanism, and so he kept doing that back and forth. I was like, "Oh, you're hurting me so much." I know, and, and I, I've had that problem because you know before I went and worked at JetPens, you know, I worked in a in a data center for ten years. So I mean, I I figured out kind of the how to get around people using my stuff. Um, so I always when I go into work, like out of that pin cup that I just described, I grab one of those pins and I clip it like on my shirt pocket or on my placket on my shirt. So I'm always carrying one mm-hmm. of those pins in my shirt. And then my other pin, I'll either have it, I'll, ha- I'll either carry two pins in my pocket. You know, I'm not go- going full on pocket protector nerd type of thing, but I'll either carry two pins in, in my chest pocket or I'll carry the pin that I use in my pocket. But I always have an, always have a second pin on me because it's going to happen. Hey, can I borrow a pin? And you're not thinking about it and you're, you know, the last thing you want is your safari, you know, that you've broken in so well to get in the wrong hands. Um, you know, and I'd carry around a lot of fine tip gel ink pens. I'm like, I mean, there's no way someone's not going to destroy that pen in two strokes. So you don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I always carry a second pen when I'm in the office yep. just for that reason. And, you know, when I'm done at the end of the day, it may not have gotten used and I'll just put it right back in the cup and come in tomorrow and do the same thing. I mean, these are the, these are the things that pen addicts do without even thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, it's a, we have a problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we just it's, do. it's an addiction, right? I mean, as you, much as you, any other. You don't want people ruining your good stuff. I mean, that could that could go for a lot of things, and maybe it sounds you know pretentious, but you know, if you're not into pens, people just don't have any concept of how the destruction they could do to something nice mm-hmm. in the matter of a minute. So, I, I always keep uh, I always keep a spare handy. And then the second way you solve that problem, Mike, is that's what you get him for uh, Boss's Day or Christmas. Uh, yeah. Get him that one night. That happened to me one time. I let I let um, my boss. He saw how fine I was writing um, one time, and he's like, "Wow, that pen you know writes really small." It was a high tech C Cavalier, and he you know I let him test it out on a little. He's like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So I got him one and just <laughs> solved that problem. That's <laughs> just like be done with it, and that's yours, and stay away. <laughs> that means you're not. Even if you lose it, you're not allowed to touch mine anymore because I that's bought right. one, and that's your problem. That's right. That's right. 
But idea. you know, people people who aren't used to it, they'll end up losing it too. So like I just said. can't imagine me buying a retro fifty one and being able to give it to him. That's true. That's I'll, hard. I'll but once you once you get about myself. yeah, once you get about five of them, then maybe you can have. There's a know, strong chance that's going to happen, Brad. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. No. No. That's 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 probably the over under. Yeah. I'm thinking. You know, I saw the. I want to get uh, since I, I tend to like the the black stealth looking pins. I want to get the black stealth retro fifty one. That's probably the next one I get. Mm-hmm. There's like an all black style looking one. So I'm gonna look for that. Um. So. Like I said, part one is me getting all the, the pins together that I don't mind losing or people borrowing or people stealing or whatever they want to do with them. They can have at it. The second kit that I put together is my pin case, which travels with me. It'll go in my backpack. Um, and that's where I get the pins that I want to use while I'm at work. Um, you know, I don't leave them at work. They come and go with me in my backpack. Um, I usually only have one of them out at a time. But I put in. I, I'll I'll link you the picture so for the show notes. But I, I posted a picture of the case that I use. It's a small case. It rolls up to about the size of a burrito. Um, but in it, it can't. It contains like a rollout piece that holds five. It's got like five sleeves to hold individual pins, pins that you don't want banging around against each other. So I put like my vanishing point in there. I put my one of my Charbos in there. Um, the Charbo X multi pin. Um, anything with a nicer barrel or more expensive that I don't want damaged, I put in the sleeve. And then in the pocket where the sleeve rolls up into this pocket, you wouldn't think it would work well, but it does. You know, I put some uh, other things like uh, I like to have my bases covered from a pen perspective. So I have a fountain pen, a good ballpoint pen in the jet stream, you know, a multi pen in the Charbo. I have fine point gel pens like the high tech C. And then I take, you know, I have a highlighter, the Kokuyo beetle tip is my favorite highlighter. I like to have um, plastic tip pens for, you know, drawings or whatever. So I have two, a couple of uh, Secura Pigma Microns. That's kind of my all-in-one kit. Um, Then I have, you know, um, ink cartridge refills for the vanishing point I've already put in there. And um, I am taking a pencil. I am, oh, I'm I'm stepping out on the Kurotoga mic. I'm Mm. taking the the Rotring 600, and that's just from a pure aesthetic standpoint. That's kind of a show-off... show off pencil and since i rarely use a pencil at work i just wanted to take i wanted to take that one in case i ever needed it that's kind of a ooh-ah pencil so that's uh that i took but my little pencil case holds extra pencil leads if i need that so it's just one case small enough to fit in my backpack and be portable to where i can reach in my backpack open it up grab the pen i want put everything back in there because no one's going in my backpack at work i mean you know it's it's not that kind of office where you have to worry about your stuff actually getting <laughs> stolen or something yeah, crazy. Like people aren't but stealing your pens from your desk. They're borrowing. Right. Your pen from, it's yeah. a different thing. And yes. Because to the average human, it's just a pen. Right. Right. So they're just thinking, oh, I need to jot this down real quick. They just look for the closest thing they can grab. And you know what? If I leave my vanishing point sitting on top of my notepad on top of my desk that that's my bad you know they're just going to grab it and use it yeah, and no telling well, what i'm going to come back to it yeah that looks i mean if if that was a fountain pen with like a screw on cap or something mm-hmm. like, probably people wouldn't use it right but they'll pick it up because it looks like a just a retractable ballpoint yep and then they'll see the fountain pen and they'll be like well it's too late now i might as well just use it yep exactly exactly so that's kind of all right i, I I actually put a lot of thought in the in all the junk I bring to work. So, you know, 
we don't we don't want our good our good pins going away because so we, we love them. Have, we, have you like if, is that the full breakdown? Of, I mean, if you got stuff um, like if you got the the things that maybe wouldn't go in either of those, like that you will bring with you, but they're like super special. No, okay. no, but I do I do have my paper broken down. I I'm not bringing as much paper as uh as as pens, but you know I use the the dome paper um, idea notebook, the idea journal, the big one, the big heart, heavy chipboard uh, notebooks. That's, that's good for everything. That's good at my desk, good at meetings, good for portability. And then I bring um, um, a field notes notebook and some Levenger index cards for just kind of quick jotting down. Or if I have to go back into, I'm in it. If um, you know, we haven't covered that before. If I have to go back into a server room and need some notes, I'll throw I'll throw the field notes, you know, in my back pocket and go back there and take whatever notes I need and, and come back and transfer them. So that, that pretty much covers it from a, from a gear perspective, from a, from a pen addict's point of view, from mm-hmm. working in the office. And so mine isn't as, um, it's not as advanced. Like I have a, I have a pen, like a pen, pencil case, pen case at work. It's just like a standard one. We just throw stuff in there and that stays there. Mm-hmm. And that has in it a bunch of Sharpies, um, in case I ever need those, and it has a selection of pens. Like I have some uh, Unibore Vision Elite in there. Um, is that what they're called in the states? Yep. Was, yes, that's exactly what they're called. Yeah, so I have some Vision Elite in there because I think they're a, they're a good pen to give to somebody. I think, um, and then I have I have a couple of Sharpie pens in there as well. Um, just mm-hmm. as they're sort of hanging around and. Um, just a couple of little bits, you know, just just the random stuff you'd find in any good stationery store, you know. Right, exactly. Um, and then I have um, I have the fifty one and the uh, high tech C Calito. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep those in in my rucksack. Um, I have some like pen you can where you can slide pens in. Right. You know, and I have I have those in there. In, okay. Right in the rucksack, so it's easy access. And I also have a couple of um, Uniball uh, G2s. Pilot, Pilot G2s. Pilot G2s, sorry. Pilot G2s. Um, I mm-hmm. have some of those just tucked away in there too, just in case. And then you carry your Safari in your pocket all the time? Uh, no, the Safari stayed at home. For okay. A while. This, it, gotcha. I, the tornado took over. The tornado's 100%. It's, it's the only pen that I write with um, at That's work awesome. now. It is my daily. It's my daily driver. Um, I am expecting that to change. <laughs> I we'll see. I'm, yeah, I, I still I'm believe put... I will use the the fifty one a lot, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it will be back to the what do I feel like using most? Uh, the right. vanishing point. Who knows? Right. But I might hate the vanishing point. I doubt you, it. You might. You might. I'll I'll take it off your hands. So. We'll uh, we'll have to work out a deal, but yep. yeah, if if you don't like it, um, that, it, it's understandable. It's 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 not a pin for everyone, but I I, I think you I think you will like it honestly. Yeah, I, I I you know I, I wouldn't have basically I wouldn't have spent that amount of money if I didn't think I would have liked it too. You know? Right. But I, I I fully intend to use my vanishing point ninety percent of the time. Like I'm bringing all this stuff. Like I'm talking a big game and I'm going to be throwing all these pins around. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really want to put this vanishing point through, through the ringer so I can, um, you know, talk about it more. And, and it, it's a pin that's made to be used, not to sit there and look pretty. So I'm going to use it and I want to use the heck out of it. And 
and uh, really put it to the test. So I, I'm anxious to uh, really give it a hardcore go. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest, like of your reviews and stuff that you're gonna like. You're gonna put in some video up and bits and bobs. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yep, I recorded the video already, and boy, am I terrible. I just no, your videos <laughs> are good. I like them. well, I know the the video quality and the the bumps and wiggles I get and and things like that. So I'm I'm not a good photographer. And I'm not a good uh, videographer. Um, I, it's what do you? Just, it's not my skill set. But what um, are you putting? You you recording with the iPhone? Oh no, I'm recording with. Uh, I have a Panasonic Lumix. Uh, I have a really nice um, uh, digital camera okay. um, that records in HD, and um, I, I've been using that for the video. It's uh, it's my photo camera and my video recording camera. Do you have a tripod? Yeah, I have a Gorillapod. Yeah. The, 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 the problem is with which, as we totally digress, the problem is sh- doing a writing sample while you're shooting the video, getting the right angle yeah, of the shoot. To be able to still write, so what happens is everything's fine until I go to write and I bump the table, <laughs> and and then the thing just goes, <laughs> and you don't notice it while you're doing it, but then I go back and watch it, and I'm like, oh mercy, <laughs> See if you can that's annoying. Find so, a way to hang the guru- the camera from something. Yeah, so it's there, not there on has the table. there has to be a better way. You know, I, I'm basically doing it. So if if you can picture it, I'm writing like I'm giving the gorilla pod gorilla pod a hug, hug right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did that when I I was trying to do some video review type stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just it was becoming too difficult. Like I was trying, I did a video review of a Nokia phone, mm-hmm. you know, which I never published because it just looked so awkward, right? Because I was hugging the the gorilla pod with my yep. phone on top. So I I just assume do it um, straightforward on me, you know, like on my face, and while I show the pen, but then I can't do a writing sample, and I'm not, I haven't gone into okay, let's do shot one where we do that, then I'll edit in the writing sample, you know, separately and talk over. I, you know, I, I'm sorry, I don't have t- time for all that. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you know, your, your B roll. <laughs> right, right. I would love to do that, believe me, but. Yeah, I, I have to I have to cut it off at some point. <laughs> you do, especially now you're going to be working throughout the whole night. Yes, yeah. For those that don't know, I'm working third shift. <laughs> Which is this. insane. It's good because me and Brad will now be able to talk throughout our working day because we will be synced on our yes. working day. So all of, all of our European listeners and blog followers, make sure you follow me on Twitter because I will be posting while you're at the while you're at the, at the office. You know, <laughs> I'll be up when you are. So um, so let's have some conversations. Right. Let's before we do any more, let's talk about our second sponsor this week. Yes, and that is Pear Note. Uh, Pearnote is a note-taking app with a difference. Pearnote allows you to take notes whilst recording audio and video at the same time, effortlessly syncing their timelines together to create a note-taking experience like no other. Pearnote not only remembers what you typed, but when you typed it. So if you're going through your notes of last week's meeting and you see a sentence you'd like more context of, click the first word and press the play button, and you'll hear the audio that was recorded at that exact time. So if you're in a meeting, Brad... And your mm-hmm. pair note allows you to, whilst you're taking notes, record the audio of the meeting that you're involved in. So if you need to check something in a couple of weeks' time and you have a note that you need more context of, like it's, you've typed something that doesn't make much sense to you, like Steve asked us to pick up 20, for example, and you don't know mm-hmm. what... what you, you know, if they were just your text notes, you'd be that would be it then. You'd have to ask Steve what he said and you're going to look silly. But with pair note, all you do is you click where you've typed Steve, press the play button... And the 
the app is very sophisticated in that it knows exactly when in that timeline, the audio recording, when you type that note, and it just starts playing it from that point. This so. is, yeah, I, I was not familiar with Paranote mm-hmm. before you know we got the sponsorship, and you sent me the link, and this is one of the coolest apps I've ever seen as far as the usefulness of it goes. Yeah. If, I was a, if I was a student, this would be mandatory. Yeah, this is massive for students, this app. I mean, you walk into class, you hit record, and you start typing the notes. And afterwards, you you come home from your lecture if you're studying again, and you're you're you have have a gap in your notes or you didn't understand it. You just, like you said, you click on the word to go back to that piece of the recording, and the recording just starts playing, and you can you can flesh out your notes that way. I was just, it, it really kind of knocked my socks off. I was like, why didn't I have this when I was a student? Exactly. You know, and. And from a meeting aspect, it, it works the same way. I mean, you know, it 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 would be ex- extremely extremely useful. It lo- it looks fantastic. And if you're wanting to listen back to that lecture, if you just say you want to start it from the start or from any point, as you're uh, listening back through the audio or watching the video, um, you will see as the video or the audio is going along, as the timeline progresses, all of your notes start to highlight as you type them. So you're able to keep track with yourself. It's absolutely fantastic. To see it, it really is magic. And there's a demo mm-hmm. available at usefulfruit.com, so you, which is the, the name of the, the website, it's the name of the company that makes it, and you can go there. You can watch the video there, and you can get more information as well. Uh, version 3 of Pear Note is now available. It features Lion uh, features like autosave versions and full-screen mode. You can get it from the Mac App Store directly from usefulfruit.com, and you can also get a 30-day free trial from the website too. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Check it out, and I could, I could even see myself using it from a, a pen review perspective because you can shoot the video. I can sync up the notes with that, and uh, you can export it all out, and I could share it on the blog. It, it's, it's yep. really, really handy. There are many uses, and uh, as over the, they're going to be sponsoring us for the rest of May, so we've got a couple more, a few more weeks with them. Um, and as we go through, I'm going to be telling you about some of the other awesome use cases and features of Pennote. Very cool. So, have you got anything else that you want to add today? Um, I, I'm dying to crack open this box I got sitting next to me from JetPens. Have you got anything super exciting in there? You know, I, I've got some. Uh, you know, I'm branching out into inks. You know, and uh, oh. I got I got two or three bottles of ink in there that I was uh, interested to try out. You want me to open this box and we'll have a, you know, a quick you can, yeah, go, go through. Go we, for it. Go we can save it. it till next week. I, I literally have not opened the box and I can't remember what all I ordered. Here. Into that. That is a beautiful sound. <laughs> I like that Brad's jet pen that comes by boxes. <laughs> the rest of us just get envelopes most of the time. That's the truth, isn't it? Yeah, every now and then the post office won't leave them, and I have to go. To, you get the little letter that says, uh, yeah. "Hey, we tried to deliver this package, and we're, you'll have to come pick it up at the post office tomorrow." That's the worst feeling, except not as bad as your custom story. Nope. All right, so there's an envelope in the box. Let me put this exacto away before I kill myself. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't lying. I hadn't opened this package. So. Got, a, got a lot of what sounds like like uh, bubble. Oh, uh, uh, you know what I you know what I got in this order? What did you get? I got the um, the EF nib um, that I want to replace for my uh, Coico AL. So oh. that's going to be a project, and that'll be a full post. I'm going to swap out the F nib to the EF nib. Is that for the lily pot? 
Yeah, uh, no, because I got the EF nib in that one, and that's what made me order it for right, the AL. For, for the, the AL, sorry, for the AL, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the aluminum, the larger aluminum one. One thing I did order, I ordered a, a pin for a giveaway. We'll keep that one secret. Oh. We'll do that one. That's going to be on the blog here. Uh, maybe next week. Awesome. Um, so I got the... Um, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great radio, as they say, right? Uh, I got the, the Rohr and Klingler uh, Konigsblau. I'll need, I'll need my, our German oh. friend uh, who, who does all the uh, pronunciations for me. Mm-hmm. To uh, This is you know, fully in, in German, but uh, it looks like a beautiful royal blue type of color. And then I, I've been looking for a good red ink. So, you know, uh, all the listeners out there, give me your give me your favorite um, red ink suggestions for fountain pens. I ordered the Diamine Wild Strawberry. It looked like a really bright, bold red, which is what I'm looking for. And, um, you know, while we're on the contact information, while I'm emptying out this envelope, you can get me at Dowdyism. That's D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. On Twitter, you can find me at penaddict.com and you can also email me at penaddict oh excuse me thepenaddict at gmail.com so what was the the German sounding one uh, send me a link the, to that right the, the brand the brand name yeah I'll send you a link to the exact thing but the brand name is Roar it's R-O-H-R-E-R and Klingner K-L-I-N-G-N-E-R and the color is called Konigsblau which okay. means something royal blue like so. A uh, bunch of pins in here. Um, got refills for my Charbo ST3, which I wanted to load up on since those refills go so fast, and I use that pin at work. But uh, mm-hmm. a lot of other pins. I got. Uh, I, I will give you a hint. The the giveaway pin I ordered is a fountain pen. So. Um, oh, nice. We'll. Uh, We'll stay mum on that, but uh, uh, Kurataki brush, Kurataki brush pen, uni sign pens, Kuma pencil sharpener. I got a lot of stuff this time. Got a so. lot of stuff. I did. Okay, I so did. Maybe next week we'll you'll be able to talk about the things that you really like from that order. Yes. And hopefully I will be able to wax lyrical about about the vanishing point, or will have just given up on it completely. Oh, uh, I hope you get it. Yeah, so do I. So uh, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm I Mike I M Y K E. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can also go to 70decibels.com forward slash contact to fill out the uh, contact form there with the pen addict, and that will get to us as well. Uh, thanks very much for listening. As always, if you've got any questions that you want to or feedback, again, you can do that by the contact form or by emailing Brad directly. We always love to see what you're buying, um, and we always love it if you uh, have purchased anything that we've spoken about on the show. and. The best way to do that is by Twitter. Send us pictures. We love to see it as much as you love to hear about them. Um, thanks, as always, Brad, for joining me. Absolutely. You know I'm not paying attention now, right? Oh, no, I know that completely. That's fine. <laughs> um, i got all this cool new stuff on my desk. I haven't said anything too bad about you. Over the last no, no, minutes. I'm listening. Yeah, and, and rate and review us on the iTunes store. We would appreciate it. Yeah, I actually um, I went through and looked at some of the reviews a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's really nice to see. So thank I you know. very much. It's, it's nice for us to know... Um, that 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 you enjoy the show and it, it's really good to see it in a place like iTunes because it it helps other pan addicts find this show too. That's right. We really really do appreciate that. So uh, until next week, bye bye. Bye bye.